Welcome to the Estate Agents Podcast with myself and my co-presenters. We've got Andy on the line. Good evening, Andy. Good evening. How are you? Yeah, I'm very good, thank you. And we've got Stephen. Hello. Oh, he's made an appearance. He he sparked up. But um, how did his football team do, Andy? Um, Boring, 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 (laughs) boring. Well, I think he's answered it in one uh, one one foul swoop there, Luke. I think it was incredibly boring, um, but uh, incredibly spirited from the Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, it was certainly so. So today we have uh, the fabulous uh, Money Penny and Samantha Jones from Money Penny. Now, Money Penny uh, were established in two thousand. Uh, where they've recognised the need for consumers to interact uh, with their suppliers on their own terms and outside of normal office hours. They now have a total of over 13,000 businesses connected and their clients range from multinational companies to single one-man bands. Um, At present, they handle in excess of 15 million calls Per year, can you believe that, Andy? Fifteen million calls—phenomenal a... volume, isn't it? And uh... that's, a, that's a huge volume. But what we've got today is Samantha talking to us all about customer service, what customer service looks like for the end customer. Because again, don't forget they are talking to those fifteen million customers each year. So, welcome, Samantha. Good evening, guys. How are you? Yeah, good, good. Thank you, and thank you very much. I believe you're you're stopping back a bit later tonight with your uh, children wrecking the house as yep. we speak. Yeah, the so. elf arrived yesterday, so I thought I'd stay in the office, and I've managed to get a quiet office. We've got a Zumba class happening in our pub at the moment, so we're, we're, we've got all the I've got the doors shut. So hopefully you won't hear that. You have a pub at Moneypenny. I was going to say, did you just mention a pub in the office? That, that <laughs> sounds like my idea of heaven, Samantha. <laughs> just Zumba on a Monday. Wow. Wow. That, that, I think, I think we'd just bypass the Zumba and go to the pub, don't yeah. you, Andy? I'm, I'm absolutely there, definitely. <laughs> so, I mean, well, there kicks off, I think, the first question. Um, you're consistently in the Sunday Times top 100 places to work. As an office manager, I want to create a culture and an environment where people want and enjoy being. Um, Aside from installing the optics and um, (laughs) opening a pub on the premises, how has Money Penny achieved this? Um, What does the company culture look like? I mean, you know, top 100 places to work so consistently over such a sustained period of time. You're obviously doing something right. What does that mean? We're, we're very looked after at Moneypenny. Um, we're, we're definitely the employer of choice in the local area. The past 12 months, we've had about 3,000 CVs, and we're known for being really picky, but once somebody gets into Moneypenny, they never want to leave. Um, and I think our, our, there's lots of, sort of touch points during the recruitment process, but the, our employees are empowered to, to look for great talent. So if we get great great service in a restaurant or um in a retail environment, we will always try and maybe recruit those people because we want to constantly be wowing our our colleagues as well as our, our clients. That's phenomenal. So do you have what you would describe as a constant and consistent recruitment process? Or? Yeah, that, that's, it, it's constant. So we've got our, our quite a large training department. Over the summer months, we had we were taking on about twelve every other week. So they'll go through quite a, a, a 
detailed recruitment schedule and it's during that time we're really thinking which area of the business they're suitable for and um, those sort of bubbly feisty ones will, may end up going on to the property or maybe our automotive team those are a little bit more formal or reserved maybe we'll be going on to our legal or corporate team so it's during this recruitment process and training that we're really thinking which department they're suited to and, and which department's calls that they're going to enjoy the most that's phenomenal. I mean, you know, 12, 12 people a fortnight, that's sort of nearly 25 a month. How many of those go the distance? What what are the, the standards for Moneypenny? Um, I think during, because they go through such a detailed recruitment process when they join, when they come to apply to a job, it's very rare that somebody would drop off during that 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 process through training. Um, we have had people that maybe have got to the end of their training in the past that maybe wanted to shift their hours around, um, but it's rare that people don't actually follow through with that training. Once somebody starts here, they're they're here for life and we've just had a um a lady that's been um on the within our legal department taking calls for about 12 months and she joined money penny with a view she wanted to be on the sales team and once she joined here she really pushed to make to make herself known so that she could get into the sales department that's um that's particularly interesting and something i wanted uh, i was keen to drill down into was you mentioned how you've got different teams so yeah. it's not just everyone at money penny answering all those 15 million calls you actually divide it up into uh, specialized areas how, yeah is that correct yeah so we, we've got sector specific departments so um within property we've actually got a lot of ex-sales negotiators on the team um in the healthcare, we've got a lot of people that have worked in the NHS and the healthcare department. So it's during that recruitment process we're, we're looking for, um, first of all, they've got to be a money penny type person, but then we're thinking about which department they're going to be suited to during that process. Sure. And, um, and I presume then that training and induction process is, is standard to a certain extent, but then you tailor it to depending upon the team that, that they're likely to go into. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, on the property team, most of our clients will use us on an overflow basis. So um, if a call's not picked up in branch, it's at that stage it will come to Moneypenny, whereas our switchboard and legal teams will mainly divert all of their calls. So with those guys, they're mainly transferring the calls and introducing the calls through, whereas property, it's about take, taking a message capturing the details and having a great conversation so that person puts the phone down and they say wow wasn't that lady that works for ex estate agents or that gentleman very friendly they're the kind of company I, I want to look at selling my property that's brilliant and so what does customer service look like in 2019 to the money penny brand and you know, not maybe specifically to property because we have a lot of listeners that, that, that are not property related too. What, what does customer service look like? I think I think customer service in general, we, we all like to be, Money Penny. we talk about wowing the customer all the time, and but also wowing our colleagues. So there's nothing nicer than having great service, whether it be you ringing up to book, book a car in for a service or just booking a, a restaurant. I, I rang a, a restaurant um yesterday and I was a little bit short notice booking for a group of friends to go for breakfast which we always do annually on Christmas Eve and typically I was late to book it 
And the lady sounded a bit harassed when I spoke to her, but she was really, really friendly, really helpful. And I put that phone down from speaking to her and, and thought, wow, isn't she really, really nice? And that, that's what you want. You want people to be friendly and engaged. Even if somebody can't help you with that initial inquiry that you've got, it's about having a warm conversation with somebody. It's always about how you are made to feel isn't it yeah, and I think that's absolutely. really really important yeah and and even if you know some of the you know the sort of higher end brands if you go into a high-end brand shop whether it be a, a jeweler or, or a, um, a, a car manufacturer you want people to be happy with you and, and friendly um, I remember taking my kids into a car showroom and um, the, the, there was a chap in, a, in the car showroom that was really friendly. My kids were climbing all over the car and I was apologising. But it's how people make you feel. You want to feel comfortable around people, whether or not you're buying something or you're in a restaurant. It's just about being nice. And I think that there's that manners are free, aren't they? Absolutely. I, um, I went suit shopping ironically two or two or three years three years ago now because my youngest was she was two coming up three years old and we had a baby with us at the same time and it was um, we'd all gone shopping together at a very similar time and found it um, very stressful probably should have gone on my own Um, but I met a guy called um, Elliot Elliot Gibbs um, and he got me measured up nothing was too much trouble the kids were I think it's fair to say creating a little bit um, and he was finding them things to do, finding them tape measures. They were creating carnage in the shop. But ultimately, he wanted to make sure that not just me um, in, in my buying experience had a good experience, but he also wanted to make sure that the, the kids left reasonably happy as well. And I think yeah. that was important. Exactly. And I bet you, you, you'll go back to him as well. He's been I was absolutely gutted um, that he left and went yeah. into car sales and oh, really? I'd, I, I, I wish I'd had that mindset that Moneypenny has for continual recruitment because if yeah. I'd have had that mindset I would have loved him to approach me and we still connect on Insta and, and LinkedIn and Facebook um, and, and that's my biggest regret there was an opportunity yeah. there that, that I clearly missed because yeah, he could... went yeah. over and above. Luke yeah, I mean, just just to contrast against your experience there, Andy, I had a similar um, uh, experience at the weekend, actually, where um, just before the football game, I took my son into Leicester City Centre and we went to the travel agents because part of his um, Christmas present is that we want to, I want to take him to New York, somewhere that he's always wanted to go to. Um, so... Uh, we thought what would be a nice nice experience, but let's let's make an event of it. Go into the travel agents. We can spend a bit of time there. Go through the brochures. Um, he can help select the flights. Maybe look at the hotels, and then we can look at booking something. So we walked into the first travel agent, um, and unfortunately, it was a very um, uh, upsetting experience, really, because you go in with this excitement that this dream of it's going to be his first time going to New York. He's seen it on all the Christmas films. He's, you see it on, on the television. And the lady just did not want to give us the time of day, uh, did not want to go through anything. And it, it's a bit, um, it, it kind of smashes through all your dreams and yeah. uh, the opposite of Andy's experience. And, and then it brought me back to, and I've mentioned this in the previous uh, podcast where uh, I think it was Royston Guess, uh, Santress played a video to do with the travel agents and how it's about 
selling dreams and aspirations for people. You're not just selling holidays. And and I think that company could probably do with watching that same video because they, they need to learn a few lessons with customer experience. And like Andy said, it that they um, they may not remember everything that you tell them, but they are but you are going to remember how you leave them feeling. So yeah. um, it is very much down to that customer experience and that customer journey. So yeah. something I wanted to just drill down into a little bit more was the, um, if I was a new starter at Moneypenny, what kind of induction process would I need to go through or would you put me through in order before I could actually start dealing with the customers? We have um, quite a, a, a detailed induction process. So they, we've got a classroom at Moneypenny, so they don't leave that classroom for the first two weeks that they're here. Um, and it's during that time, there's normally two or three. If they're at full, at full team, which is 12, they'll have two or three trainers and they'll start taking calls actually on maybe our, on their second day. Um, and but during that time, they're looking you looking at the system that we use, which is called Rita, um, and looking at how we handle calls, how to follow the diaries, because obviously each client that uses Money Penny will have all of their employees in the screen that the, the, the receptionist will see. They will have um, details of opening hours, of um, where what, what's happening within that business, what the business actually does. So they'll be really trained to how to use Rita. And then during that training process, they'll start taking calls. After those two weeks, they'll go out onto the, the what we call sort of back into the into the training pods. And then they'll start going out to different departments and taking calls. So they might spend a day or two on property, a day in corporate, a couple of days in switchboard. And they're really getting a good feel for what they enjoy. And we'll really work with them. If they feel that they're struggling in a certain area, we've encouraged them to voice that. And, and if they need that extra help, then maybe we'll put a bit of one-to-one -one training on with them if, the, if they're struggling in certain areas. But we want them to be able to need to be able to take calls in each department if need be so that's quite an in-depth uh, induction <laughs> process and you you don't let them uh practice on your customers no, to begin with no, no not at all and and they will go through different scenarios and um, some people can be you know if they've been in that environment they could be t taking live calls by the end of that week um but they'll really be, have somebody side by side in with them listening in and having that engagement with, with one of the trainers. It's important to have that mentorship, isn't it, yeah, in any organisation? And there's one quote that resonates uh, with me right the way throughout the estate agency industry, which is, is all I've known since 1993. And it's, they may forget what you said, they may forget what you did, but they will never forget how you made them feel. And that seems yeah. as though it's the core value there at, at Moneypenny. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it, again, I'm going back to wowing your customers, but it, we want people, if, when somebody walks into the building, we want them to feel welcome. Um, when I joined the business, there was only 30 people, but even at 30 people, you do feel a little bit nervous on your first day. Um, so we'll have a little bit of a buddy system. There's 650 of us here now. So we'll have a bit of a buddy system. So when somebody starts, that they'll, they'll never be on their own at lunchtime. That kind of thing is so important as well. Um, we've got a lot of people that will start that already know 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 people here, and they'll get a good feel where they would like to go within the business before they've even started taking calls or chats. 
Um, but it's uh, it's really important that we empower them and that they feel comfortable what being able to discuss if they do have any challenges that we can we can iron those challenges out. That I was going to ask like that, a... um, Luke, because you know the the the, um, the wonderful Tom Panos says if you uh, if you surround yourself with excuse the expression three dickheads you'll become the fourth. Mm. Um, so how does it work at, at Money Pennies? Do you find that recruitment is almost organic because yeah. you have great staff and and they want to encourage other great people to work yeah. with them? Yeah, we do, and. Um... I think, you know, we've got a lot of people that are related that work here, their friends, maybe they've worked together previously. Um, but we're also very wary of who um, who will who will recommend to come and work here as well. So um, if somebody wants to apply and we don't think that they that they'll that they'll be possibly good enough then we have to be honest when if we would never forward somebody's cv if we didn't think that they were right for money penny and right for the brand okay so let, let's let me just ask you the direct question then um if i can sam yeah what's the importance of answering calls you know because rewind when i first joined the industry in 1993 you flipped the sign on the door at nine o'clock in the morning and you flipped it off at five thirty and people realized you weren't there. We didn't have mobile phones and internet and that was cool in the gang for everybody. What, what's changed? Um, I think the thing is when, when somebody's ringing into a business, they want great service and they want to have a great conversation. Um, so I think we want to, um, if somebody's ringing a business, we expect to, to, for people to pick up, especially in, in today's well, it's 2018 we want to get information straight away I am um, I've recently booked a holiday via a Facebook messenger and I didn't expect to do it but I inquired on a Saturday evening got a reply and I managed to, to book within the space of a couple of hours so I think people want answers straight away and it's um it's important that that we can engage with those people with with um, our property clients when we're taking inquiries out of ours a lot of our um, firms before they start using us will say well you, you can't do anything you can't book that viewing but most of the general public just actually want to speak to somebody and it might be that they've been planning to get their uh, to arrange a, a market appraisal on their property but they just haven't got around to ringing within working hours so people want things and responses um, when it suits them I think there's a danger that we live in a high-tech, low-touch environment, and I get the yeah. sense that you're trying to make that high-tech, high-touch, which mm -hmm. is is admirable. Um, and I think it's a, an indication of how things have evolved, isn't it? You know, yeah. we, we used to accept that shops were closed on a Sunday and that businesses closed at five thirty, and you know we couldn't connect. But now with this fast-paced environment and world that we live in people want information there and then and and I guess you're supplying that solution to them yeah but, but also one thing that we will always say with the the property firms that we work with is that we're, we're there to support their staff and their staff are busy when the branch is closed and um, we can't com compete with the, what your staff will deliver it's about it's just having a great conversation and that call of feeling that they've been helped when during that that call when they've communicated with the business 
it's creating that wow isn't it yeah absolutely and and people just want to speak to somebody that's friendly and you know what we want to achieve is if they've had a great conversation with, with us on behalf of that business they've put that phone down and if they've been recommended to work with that business and and, and speak to them about using their services that we've had a great conversation with them and that's that's what the the team are empowered to, to, to deliver that's awesome. So where do you see it evolving? I, I read on the, the website, I, I've seen the timeline of the sequential events for Money Pennies. Where do you see this evolving? I, I saw a mention of chat bots and automated bots with Messenger. You've just said that you booked a holiday via yeah. Facebook Messenger. Where's it all going? Where do you see, you know, 2019, 2020? Where, where do you see it not ending, but where do you see it evolving to next? I, th- I think chat is a big growth area for us and our property clients have probably been the sort of first sector to to get, get on board with, with, with live chat. Personally, I was a little bit nervous before we put live chat on the Moneypenny website as I felt that we're great at having conversations on the telephone. But what we found is that a lot of the um, chat inquiries aren't people that maybe would inquire over the telephone and that's what we found with our, our estate agents that are using us for chat. The inquiries that we get are people that maybe want to have a bit more of a private conversation during working hours, and they're actually sharing a lot more information via chat than what they actually do over the telephone. Sure, and um, <clears throat> I find that with with the live chat, it sometimes is those people, maybe they're at work, so they've got the agent's website up on their screen, and they probably can't make that phone call, but they can quite sneakily in the background be having a chat about arranging a viewing yeah. um, or just making inquiries uh, on availability and, and those kind of things. So yeah. it is just trying to, to try and cover as much of as much of your audience as possible. So um, now what, one of the questions I wanted to ask, and, uh, and, it, and it kind of goes against the grain of what Moneypenny provide, but so why would why would an agent want to consider or a business want to consider an answering service when um they could just simply have a voicemail what what extra enhancement is that going to give to them as uh, as a business i think i think voicemail i think people like us would probably be happy to leave a voicemail however people like my mum i know my mum if she were to ring an estate agent she absolutely wouldn't leave a voicemail they want to speak to a human being and that's what we we encourage the team to sort of engage with people and have a great conversation it's all about that wowing that caller when they ring through and I think voicemails I know that if I ring anybody and leave a voicemail especially if it's um, a client that I know that's out on the road quite a lot I'd rather ring back I don't I rarely leave voicemails whereas if, say five years ago I did used to to leave them I'd rather maybe send somebody a, a whatsapp rather than leave a voicemail and I think for Moneypenny's growth we are investing a lot in, in technology and how what we think the future is going to look like with live chat we're looking at how we could potentially introduce bots that could help us sort of filter out the the chats that are coming through to us i know a lot of our property clients don't necessarily want to be sort of doing um dealing with property management related inquiries via chat so we're looking at how we can utilize um uh the chat bots for that area of live chat as well um throughout the, this podcast, um, there's been a consistent word, and, that, and that's the word wow, wow. or wowing. Um, what does that look like to Sam, and what does that look like to Moneypenny? What, what is wowing? 
I think it's making you feel good, isn't it? I think, you know, you can watch a film and be wowed and it can make you feel great. You can have a nice meal and you can be wowed. I think, you know, we all expect excellence in customer service and that's what we talk about so much during the training process and 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 when not just when dealing with clients but also when working with our colleagues as well um we we, we were all there you know the the management structure is very lean here at money penny the doors are always open we're we're all part of the team and i think that's one of the the beauties of what our, our success story has been I think you can also have wow moments as yeah. well from negative situations sometimes. So um, I, I took my family out. I, I work incredibly hard, um, as do, do many agents out there, many people, you know, right across the country. Um, and uh, valuable time off for us is, is a Sunday. And we'd been to a restaurant and we had had a, I could only describe as a particularly less than mediocre, very poor meal. And I think sometimes those wow moments are created by a negative situation as well. And it's it's possible to turn that negative into a positive. Uh, as I said, we'd had a particularly bad meal. And I think that the way that the young lady dealt with it at the table and then subsequently, I actually received a card. Um, through the post. I couldn't work out why they were asking for, for, for my details. They wanted a name and address and such like. And um, at first I was apprehensive, but gave the information. She asked in a very calming, very considered manner. And um, three days later, I got a card through the post um, and it simply read, I'm so sorry your experience didn't meet with our expectations. Oh, We'd love lovely. you to come back. Yeah. And that for me was another defining wow moment. Yeah. And um, I have to say, subsequently, we've been back twice and yeah. we've had fantastic service. So um, it was worth it. It was worth the extra effort from, from their side. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and it's the power. We've talked on this podcast so many times with, you know, digital, with um, like your call answering service, the, the messaging service. But we've also talked about the power of the handwritten note as well. And I think that's yeah. that's really important. Yeah, so, Samantha, like. Let's fast forward. Let's let's just imagine we're now twenty twenty five, and although I don't want to be five years older or six years older, and I'm sure <laughs> no, nobody no. else here does either. Um, but where do you see it going? I mean, do you see it video with you know the agents' names at the bottom, and and it being video chat calls and very live and interactive? Or yeah, I mean possibly, and and, and that that's one thing. You know, we we can't sort of stand still here at Money Penny. We're working a lot on how we, you know what does the future look like i think definitely live chat will get much um will be much more we'll be using it more more regular um we've also be, we're linking up with things like whatsapp and facebook messenger and i think most people nowadays are also we we, we dial if i ring one of my friends i normally dial them through whatsapp calling rather than just going through and, and, and ringing through it's just easy my most yeah it's wi-fi calls isn't it exactly yeah and one thing which we're, we're due to be launched very soon is our new money penny app which is a service that our money penny clients can can use if they're if they're to log on and, and check all of their their money penny messages but we're going to be launching um a new version of our app which has a, a version of um outbound calling via that app so we've got a lot of our clients that don't they might have a lot of staff out on the road that are dialing out using their mobiles but they would rather use the brand telephone number so that's something that we've been doing a lot of work on over the past few months that we'll be going out and telling everybody a little bit more 
about over the next next couple of months. So that's quite a big thing for us. That's brilliant. Listen, we yeah. look forward to hearing all about it. So, yeah. Samantha, we try and not make this about plugs, but I think that what Moneypenny have done for the estate agency industry has opened our eyes. Um, I yeah. think it's helped us evolve. And um, for that, I'm extremely grateful. Um, how can people connect with either you personally or your brand um, to ask questions, probe you for more information, get a demo, get a trial? Get a pair of socks. Yeah, everybody likes socks. Well, I like my many socks. <laughs> I do. I do. I've got. I've got. Four, I've got four got pairs new now. Ones. This is hot off the press. We've got oh. some new ones coming out in in January, so I'm going to send some to you. Um, okay, but, listen. But, I hope you do because it took me 14 years to get a bloody right move umbrella, and it took me two oh, years to get a money penny pair of socks. <laughs> <laughs> I will get some to you. But but one thing for us, I mean to communicate with us LinkedIn any form of social media but we're having more people come in to visit us nowadays as well yeah uh, and I know that I've I've been uh, I keep being asked to come down and I must make some time to come and see these offices because the yeah. pictures I've seen and and just speaking with Julie they've and got Adele, snowflakes Luke they've got snowflakes apparently <laughs> and elves at Christmas and, time and wow. a bar what would Luke what more reason do we need Right. Okay. Next week. But but yeah, I mean, we when we moved into our new building, obviously the building is is great. But we we get so it was all about the staff when we moved in. But we didn't anticipate the amount of visitors that we get. So um, but yeah, our doors are always open. We've hosted quite a lot of um external events in the pub because we've got the space here as well. So um, yeah, everybody's always welcome. Pubs are only open on Thursday and Friday night though. That's fine. We can no, make okay. it a Thursday or a Friday, can't we, Luke? Listen, <laughs> yeah. Sam, you've yeah. been an absolutely exceptional guest. Yeah, I think you've you. explained to our industry why we need to consider services like yours. Um, and for that, I'm very, very grateful. Um, Luke, I, I can never remember 30 minutes without Stephen in our ear in the way that we've enjoyed. It's, it's, so, been, he- um, it's, been, he- it's been heaven. It's been I think, heaven. I think we ought to have uh, Samantha on more regularly so that we, we can enjoy this silence from, from Stephen. Silence um, is golden, particularly at the White Hart Lane at the moment, eh? Yeah, and what, and what, and what people don't realise is that we do have this chat facility and Stephen's now saying obscenities to us because of this. So. I can't, yes, I can't believe that at the bottom there, Stephen. Look, all's fair in love, war and football, my friend. And I'm that, sure... gold, that golden boy image is disappearing. Well, what yeah. people have of him. So, <laughs> but I'll be catching up with Stephen tomorrow. But no, Samantha, you've been an absolute star, oh, and there's been some me. great. No, it's been a real pleasure. And oh, look, look, great... he's sending kisses. He's sending kisses <laughs> on the live chat. No, he's sending that to Samantha. Uh, <laughs> I think more, more than anything. What but, a fantastic no, guest, Samantha. We really appreciate your great time. takeaway moments as oh, well. Thank so, you. thank you very much, and so much. hope everyone has a great week and. Uh, and make the most of it. Uh, All the best. Take care. Speak soon. See you. Bye.